0: We are all near water, but I think in this scenario, in this case, Catherine, um, there are a couple of issues that people need to be mindful of. Uh, And overall, irrespective of where we're talking, this time of year, people are significantly at risk because the water is still quite cool. I don't know if you've dipped a toe yes, Catherine. I but, have,
1: I have uh, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have. Yeah. And how did you feel the well, water was when well, you
1: Do you know mm? what, Roger? I'm I, I don't know if it's just notions to me, but the water's actually, I think, warmer in Sligo than it is in Donegal. I I frequently go out to Ross's Point for the last um couple of months and then I was at mm. home I was home in Donegal there um about two weeks ago and I got in kinda thinking that it would be you know, not too bad, but I was absolutely freezing up on Donegal, so I don't know. Maybe. There you go, yeah. there you
0: go. And there are so many factors that influence that, Catherine, as well, but um, overall the temperatures won't be at their warmest until the end of August, you see. so yeah. And for a lot of people, you're one of the braver ones, but the vast majority of people, and I know there are lots of people listening that are keen year-round swimmers, but overall the majority of people haven't yet tipped a toe and really, um, they need to be mindful, you know, that the warm swimming pool temperatures um, bring, uh, you know, they may be competent in that scenario mm. and swimming lots of laps, but when you get out into the open water, it's significantly different. And as we as we speak to this and reflect on it, um, there are some issues then that become pertinent for that particular area, because we talk about these cooler temperatures and, um, and they are cooler, um, but there are other issues like rip currents. Yeah. And what happens there is people don't understand the rip currents. The vast majority of people don't really understand what's going on with those. And, I, and I'm not going to hone in specifically on the teenagers, but overall, it's one of the greatest reasons, the most common reasons for issues for our lifeguards around, the lifeguards that are trained by Water Safety Arms and hired by the local authorities. One of the most common causes of issues is the rip currents and that's why the flags for example at lifeguarded waterways sometimes have to be moved along the beach because the rip current can move along the beach and that's why some people arriving with their kids will say that oh the flags are in a different location but they don't quite understand why and that's principally the main reason but coming back then to Strand Hill itself it's so popular yeah it's extremely popular and for good reason as well you know but i'm talking about surfing because the swimming is not as you know and many of your listeners know it's it's not permitted and it's for good reason because it has a, a history of frequent rescues as we know but there's also been a lot of near drownings and of course fatal drownings and i go back straight away in my mind and i'm sure there are friends and family um listening and thinking about those poor teenagers in I think it was Gertine, wasn't it, in Sligo, Catherine, there was uh, the three boys, um, I think Bobby, Michael and Tommy, that drowned uh, back in 98, and uh, they were swept out to sea after, they were only waist high in the water, and that's what happens with these rip currents, you know, and the rip currents that existed then, they haven't gone away, and the the beach really remains as dangerous for swimming now as it was then, Catherine, And, and in good weather, you know, I can understand how people can be lulled into a false sense of security, if you like. You know, that Strand Hill has some of the most picturesque waterways. You know, you've got lots of tourists arriving. But people also have a responsibility to themselves and to their loved ones, of course, to take signage seriously and, you know, to really appreciate that these rip currents are dangerous at all times of the year. And, of course, the, the area is a popular surfing destination. And there's been so many occasions when those surfers, and they're having a great, you know, they come from all over the world, but they have rescued swimmers who ignored the no swimming signs. And those surfers, they're often employed by the surf schools, you know, in which case they've probably taken what we call the Surf Lifesaver Award. It's essentially a joint qualification between Water Safety Ireland and Irish Surfing. And that award does not mean that the surf instructors are on lifeguard duty and that's 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 the uh, one of the key issues you know it's a qualification that's specific to surfing yeah. it provides the recipient with the skills that are necessary um for their own activities that are related to the respective surf schools. They're not lifeguards. They're not on patrol. And the swimmers shouldn't be relying on being rescued by a random surfer. You know, swimmers have a responsibility for their own safety. Pay heed to the signage. There's been tragic reasons why people should not swim at Strand Hill. The Cardee themselves put out a lot on social media over the last couple of days and really it's quite irresponsible to themselves and to their families and anyone who may try to effect a rescue. You're putting everybody at risk. So basically, you know, swim in an area that's known to be safe. You know, swim within your depth, stay within your depth. Haven't you? uh, uh, Colleen, I think it's Colleen Moore, I think it is. I'm not sure. Is um, is an area that's that's a a safe, traditionally known to be safe area close Mm. by. There's several of them. So really what we want to make sure is um, that people swim at a place that's traditionally known to be safe, whereas Strand Hill is traditionally known to be dangerous. Lethal, in fact.
1: Um, If it wasn't for those surfers though, Roger, we could be talking in a very different context today.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that brings us right back to personal responsibility. That people really need to pay heed to the signs and signage is erected for good reason. And coming back to how we started with this, Catherine, when we spoke about road safety at the start and that of all the deaths combined between road and water over the last five years, that imagine that 40% of them are drownings. You know, we had 714 people die on our roads, 449 drown. But road signs are there for people's safety and it's no different with water safety signs. They're there not to be ignored. And the more than roads, if they're ignored, people can get into difficulty very quickly. And relying on surfers, although they may be very competent and well done to them for coming to people's assistance, it's certainly not the case that people should be doing so, especially if they're in charge of children, if they have children in their care, but also for themselves. Don't rely on surfers. Don't swim. Where if you're When you're arriving, if you're driving to arrive, you obey the speed speed limits.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's signage that you obey. So please, when you get there, be responsible for yourself and swim at a place that's traditionally known to be safe, not traditionally known to be dangerous.
1: And a couple of our listeners have actually been in touch this morning. It's a Moor is the area where it is safe near near there to swim. It,
0: and isn't that great? Isn't that lovely of them too? You see, that's where it's so important to check locally about where it's safe. So here you have your own listeners texting in, telling people areas that are safe. I think it's so important. And again, you know, um, Sligo County Council, they're being proactive as well because only yesterday they were in touch as well to um, seek another risk assessment by ourselves. And this isn't the first time. Mm. So signage... Will be the whole situation will be reviewed again. I think it was 2016 when it was last reviewed. But as I say, if I go back to Bobby and Michael and Tommy and that terrible tragedy in 1998, the, as I say, the currents that existed then, they haven't gone away. We're dealing with Mother Nature here. And those currents are still as dangerous today as they ever were. So if you see somebody about to get into the water and you are local, please talk to them point out the signs and tell them that they are putting their own lives at risk. And I know that that local community is adamant about being safe. And even just last week, there was a young schoolboy in Strand Hill National School giving a talk about water safety to his fellow pupils and all about how you stay safe. So those children in the local community have the necessary attitudes and behaviours and they won't swim there. And they're talking about it, they are actively talk- They were actively talking about it just last week in school. So please, you know, if you are visiting, if you are listening and you're en route, even to that waterway, please don't make it uh, a destination for swimming. Enjoy the waterway, look at it, enjoy it. If you're surfing, of course you'll, you'll enjoy it, but if you're attending on swimming, go somewhere else. And there's plenty of other places locally that are just as beautiful.
1: Roger, you mentioned that a review is going to be carried out of Strand Hill. Do you think that will warrant the need for more signage? And we also uh, heard yesterday from local councillor Shanae Maguire, she's calling for lifeguards to be deployed to Strand Hill. Um, do you think that's a good idea or do you think that will make it look like that people can actually swim there?
0: Well, do you know, <laughs> I, 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 there's two points there. Okay, and uh, you know, I'll actually um, I'll start with the lifeguard issue there 1st mm. Um and again, we need to reflect on the national perspective, okay, and apply it locally. So take a at lifeguarded waterways, where lifeguards were. So that's, these, these are waterways that are deemed to be safe. The lifeguards still had to rescue 568 people at risk of drowning. And they reunited 600 children that were found by the lifeguards walking at the water's edge, with no supervision whatsoever, and they reunited them with loved ones. And they performed over six and a half state interventions. And that was at lifeguarded waterways, places that are deemed to be safe. 568 people rescued at risk of drowning. Can you imagine if a lifeguard was positioned in places around the country where there were st- rip currents that were so dangerous that they've taken life in the past? You just... you. You just can't imagine what what that does to somebody in terms of arriving and perceiving that the place would be safe. You can't actually, you couldn't possibly have a lifeguard at a beach in Strand, in at, at an area that's deemed to be unsafe. And it has already been deemed unsafe a number of occasions. So, So lulling people into a false sense of security by having a lifeguard present... It just wouldn't work. And as well as that if a like and I know Sligo County Council, they have a beach warden. Um and these wardens are, you know, fundamental in terms of keeping an eye, but it's not an area that that requires a lifeguard. As a matter of fact, it would just lull people into a false sense of security. Even at the lifeguards, as I say, you know, the number of rescues, hundreds of rescues that they did around the country. Um they still have to put up a red flag if the place is dangerous or no flag if the lifeguard is not on duty. So you'd essentially be putting a lifeguard in place who would actually be um, presenting a red flag all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we, we can't have a situation where um, people's, li- people's lives are put at risk or families arriving. They don't really observe the dangers. currents are quite difficult to spot, you know, and um, any families listening, actually, you know, if you can imagine, just to picture this for a second, um, in terms of rip currents, um, the water's coming in, as we all know, okay, and it's lapping at shore. So that water is creating these little waves because the water is coming over the elevated sandbank on, on the seabed. But that water has to get back out, and what it does is it follows a narrow channel between the sandbanks. So it's already carved an area where the water can go back out. It needs them to naturally flow back out. And that's the area, Catherine, where the rip current is present. So sometimes people arrive to the beach and they look at a beach and they see an area that they think, hmm, it looks maybe a little choppy, but certainly not as many waves. That's because the, the water is going back out and they tend to go there. They tend to go to that area that seems to have less wave action. And that's where the danger can arise. So what we're asking for people is to just look look out for these rip currents, but really swim at a lifeguarded waterway because the lifeguards are trained to spot them. And in terms of Strand Hill coming right back, you know, that is not a place that's traditionally known to be safe. It's known traditionally to be lethal. So, so, please don't swim,
1: so, Roger, just just uh, to wrap up, there's a, th- like the idea of putting lifeguards on Strand Hill Beach is an absolute non runner, no matter even if it's raised at council level in the weeks ahead that it's it's not going to happen.
0: do you know it's it's interesting that um this has become um a conversation piece, but really, what we're talking about here is we're trying to change the opinion and recommendations of experts who have risk assessed the waterway and have deemed it unsafe for good reason. So we don't have to go back to Bobby and Michael and Tommy in 1998 to know that this area is dangerous. We just have to go back to 2016 when Water Safety Ireland previously conducted a risk assessment. And we only have to look at all the rescues that the surfers have been doing that you mentioned earlier. So all of this should speak to the fact that people have a personal responsibility to take heed of the signs just as you would on the roads. Don't swim there. And as far as a risk assessment, I think Sligo County Council have have been very proactive now in asking for another risk assessment. But now, as I say, I go right back and... I don't see this to be... That, that it'll be proven wrong. The currents, as I say, that existed when those three three boys drowned from Gertine, those currents have not gone away. Mother Nature is still out there since 1998. The rip currents are still there and it's significantly danger, dangerous. And you mentioned at the start about the 14s. If we go right back to that, I mean, that's only days ago. That we have more evidence that this place is too dangerous to swim Wonderful for surfing.